Hello, welcome back to another edition of the Triple Option Podcast. We are in episode number nine. We're going to do our uh, weekend recap. Biggest winners and biggest losers of the week. Our triple option wager. We got a good group of games this week. Top games of the week predictions. We've got a new game we're going to test out. I'm not going to give the name just yet. We also have a guest coming in for some uh, Talladega talk. And we might fire somebody today. going on guys it feels like it's been a while since we recorded I, it's just always weird when we record on a tuesday but it's uh it just kind of seems kind of weird throws me off a little bit yeah we get to uh, watch a little more games and see a little bit more before we start recording it's a little bit nice but i don't like recording on tuesdays really <laughs> yeah i kind of like recording on sundays i just seem like everything's fresh on my mind makes it a whole lot easier yeah it feels like forever since we watched college football <laughs> And then we're about to talk about it. It does. Before we get into it, uh, you guys had a game, softball game yesterday. I, I haven't heard if y'all won or lost or anything. How'd that go? We are two and one. We won. Nice. Yep. We uh, it was close game until I think what the fifth inning. I think we went ahead five runs or so. I think it was six six. We went up eleven six uh, in the top of the fifth. We're able to hold on and win it. So cool. Awesome. I always anticipate normally when y'all win. Everybody's blowing up the group mess like, nice win, guys. Yeah, yeah, fellas, rock on. Woo, we won. But then I didn't see anything, so I was like, uh, they must have lost again. We just act like we've been there before. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we you're haven't. Not, you're not Clemson, huh? It's nice to be 2-1, and one, though. I think that's our best record. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't remember. I don't. There, there's not been much times that we've uh, had a winning record that I can think of. I mean, babe, I think we've won the first game. I was like we were 1-0 and one time. And then now we're one and go again, and now we're two and one. So nice. We'll take what we can get. Sounds like you are getting better. Let's dive right in. What what uh what topic you want? What game you guys want to talk about first? I know uh it's not very fresh on our minds, but I feel like we can we can still remember a lot of what kind of impacted and things like that. I mean, I guess the thing, a couple of things that caught my eye is some of the bigger teams seem like they struggled a little bit, and then some of them just kind of took care of business. I, uh, you know, Ohio State. They they looked really strong against uh, Michigan State. Georgia struggled with Tennessee early on, and, but then they kind of asserted their dominance and took care of business there. But I just you know I thought a couple couple of uh, the top teams kind of struggled a little bit early. Yeah, I think the best game that I saw was kind of getting late, but the Oregon California game was probably the best game the entire weekend because all the other ones, even though they looked close in the very beginning, they were still lopsided, just like what you said, Georgia-Tennessee. I mean, I think they ended up winning like 40-something to 14, something like that. And, of course, the Auburn-Mississippi State game was still pretty even. And then, wait, wrong, wrong Florida. Week. Wrong week. <laughs> See, <laughs> Auburn and Florida, it was it was a really good game. It seemed Don't make me relive really that, that, uh, that massacre. I'm sorry, Matt. It was a really good game, and then – Auburn started to struggle a little bit, and then Florida seemed to take over. But Oregon, Oregon struggled uh, with California, Cal, and dude, I tell you what, Cal, Cal's a pretty good team. Uh, they are, yeah. And I, I can't remember, I don't know who the coach is, but they definitely got that defense going in the right direction. Their offense, you know, I don't think it's anything flashy, but their defense have kept them in every game, and they were, I want to say, they had only lost one before that, and they played Oregon really close. Uh, yeah, I think for, that, but that may for, be something to watch out for in the coming years because I think they have a new coach. Yeah, but for an Oregon team that is big on scoring big, they didn't score until like the fourth quarter. To, yeah, to, I don't to know. Take the go I don't ahead. know who is good in that league. We'll, we'll talk about it a little later. But the, the Pac-12, you don't know what to think anymore. Almost. I mean, I guess Oregon. They're, they're I guess they're, they're the highest ranked team. I would say right now, and I guess that's who 
who uh, they has the best shot. I mean, actually, I guess if you think about it, if Oregon wins out, they can still probably make the college football playoffs. I mean, their only losses to Auburn, and it was at oh. the beginning of the year. So, yeah. and I mean, Auburn. Well, I don't. I guess it depends on how the rest of the year pans out for Auburn if they're going to be a top twenty-five team or not. I think they could slip out. Well, I, I tell you what. If Bo Nix plays like he did uh, Saturday, they they will drop out pretty quick, in my opinion. That was uh, that was pretty pitiful. You know, he hasn't. I mean, I know we've talked about him before, and he hasn't been great, but he's done what he's needed to do. And Saturday, he just he was off. Everything was off. His accuracy, it was just a really bad showing. He threw quite a few picks. Bo Nix throws picks. It it was it was bad. Bo picks. Picks. Yeah, yeah. I felt kind of. Well, no, actually, no. I didn't feel bad for him, but he he was in a he was kind of put in a bad situation. I think he just the de or the defense really helped him out, but I just don't think the play calling was was very good. They never established the run, and that is key in Auburn offense. Gus well, Malzahn needs well, the rush. You say that they tried to, <laughs> they couldn't. I mean, the truth was, Florida's defense just shut them down. They, yeah, they, it was it, that was really impressive showing by. Florida's defense and really Auburn's defense too. I mean Auburn's defense, especially defensive line, played amazing. Yeah, I think I think uh, he just couldn't handle it. Yeah, I mean they lost by eleven, and I think they were in the red zone a bunch of times. And they have a really good field goal kicker. And I think if Gus Malzahn, maybe if he would have gotten a little more conservative and tried to run the ball and settle for a field goal instead of forcing passes, that's where they had the turnovers and they got zero points instead of you know possible three, which could have made it at least more interesting there at the end. Yeah, but Florida really exposed them. Auburn's still a really good team. Bo is going to grow. He's still really young, but Florida definitely exposed them. This was the true Auburn that I thought they were. They looked really good in other games, but Florida really exposed them this game. Yeah, I, I was just really disappointed in, in mainly Bo's accuracy. I mean, I felt like every ball he threw, if he gave – I mean, even the, the play call, they weren't that bad a play call. He had open receivers. He just wasn't hitting them. He was throwing behind them, and he was throwing to the other team, you know making the wrong decisions at times at big crucial moments yeah th- to me this game summed up what I thought Auburn's season was going to be they have a freshman quarterback he needs he has the game the experience that they have a solid defense really good defense that they their defense can keep them in almost every game that they play this year as long as they don't turn it over and that's what they did they turned it over too many times their offense just I don't think they can they have Seth Seth Williams their receiver he's he's really good but outside of that they they're just they, they can't hang with some of these high powered offenses well what what I thought was going to happen is that they were going to be able to run the ball and if Auburn I think if Auburn could have run the ball on Florida it would have been a different ball game but Florida stopped it up and and that's I think really what changed it they made both throw the ball and that's where they went wrong they really held up booby speaking of I <laughs> did <laughs> I don't know if this is true or not, but I, I think he's out for like six weeks. I think he got injured at the end of that game. Who, Booby did? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. That's just something I was, a rumor I was hearing. A rumor from Chris on the <laughs> Triple Option <laughs> podcast. Booby is out for six weeks. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I said it with confidence in it, so y'all believed it. Absolutely. I don't know any different. How about, uh, I guess the other game that I, I paid attention to, unfortunately, was the Iowa-Michigan game. Ugh, that was gross. I, man, I don't even know what to say. I mean, I guess you could say good defense on both sides. Is that Big Ten football? B- Big Ten football, I guess. I mean, but the offenses, offenses are pitiful. What, come on, Iowa. What was crazy about that game is Iowa only had like four penalties per game going into that game. And then in one series, they had four. Four to five penalties, which really, really hurt them. Yeah, it was. I mean, Michigan is still not good. No, they no, are no, not no. good. And and I think I, I didn't get to watch all the the whole game, but I know the Iowa quarterback threw three picks, and I think some of them cost them points. I, I want to say they were in the red zone quite a few times and came came away with nothing. And and Michigan scored those ten points in like the first like five minutes, and they didn't do anything the rest of the day. Shea Patterson is not good. I just don't know if it was Iowa's play or Michigan's play, but Michigan's defense looked a lot better that game. That's true. I I, th- I think it's probably a little bit of both because I think Michigan's defense is good. That's definitely going to be their strong point. But they have got to figure out something with that, that with that offense, or they are not going to win many. Their quarterback big games. doesn't play well, and you would think Harbaugh, being a 
being a former quarterback, he would focus on that. But their quarterback is is mediocre. I I don't know if we talked about it here. I remember talking about it with somebody. He made a terrible decision coming going to Ole Miss, going to Michigan from Ole Miss. He would have like it was a terrible decision. He would have been so much better off if he stayed Ole Miss in that offense. I guess the only thing I can think of for Shea Patterson is he maybe he thought he had a chance to to win a championship going to Michigan. I mean, obviously, as in being in the SEC West, he he could be a star. He, had, he probably might even have better offensive talent around him at Ole Miss, but he wasn't going to even win the SEC West, much less a national championship. That's true. That's true. I did see. Um, Oregon, or not Oregon, Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts probably had his worst game, but it was still a decent game. I was going to say that he had his worst game, but he still had like four or five touchdowns. Yeah, I, I know it was – I just saw the stats leaders uh, in passing, and he was not stats leader, and the dude had like 290 yards, so he had to have less passing than that. So, I mean, and that was first Kansas, which Les Miles has got him going somewhat in the right direction at least. It, it was less of a beatdown than normal for Oklahoma. Yeah, let's see. He had two two touchdowns passing and two touchdowns rushing. So he had 50, 56 rushing and 228 passing, which is still a pretty decent day, but nothing compared to what he did the first couple of weeks of the season against probably right. weaker competition. Biggest winners and biggest losers of the week, guys. Who's uh who's your biggest winner? Or winners, as I like to say, plural. I'm gonna go I got two. The Saints. I think the Saints, after losing Drew Brees, I think they won two, maybe three in a row right now. Teddy Bridgewater is looking good. And not only that, but as a team, they look really good. Their defense is top one of the top defenses in the league. Their defensive line is nasty. And uh so I, I'm gonna Go with the Saints. Yeah, that's really impressive. I thought when Breeze got hurt, I, I thought, you know, if they could just maybe go 500 while he's out, that, that you know, they could still win win their division and he'll be back for the playoffs. But they're, they're really surprising me this year. I did pick them to win the Super Bowl, and I'm feeling pretty good about that, to be honest. I mean, when they get with, Drew. With Bridgewater? I, no, but Drew Breeze is going to be back. I mean, with Bridgewater, they're, I mean, they beat the Cowboys, who I still think is a really good team. Who they beat? Oh, Tampa Bay, who is playing pretty hot right now. But, you know, we'll see. All right, so my biggest winner, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Wisconsin running back, 19 carries, 186 yards, and four touchdowns. And so t- that's just a really – I mean, I know it's Kent State, but that was a really good game, and I think he's uh, trying to move his way in the Heisman hunt. I was going to say a joke, Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah. from Home Improvement. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You have, a, you have a blank stare. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Home Improvement. I know Home Improvement. I don't remember who's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I never mind. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest winner, uh, I guess, uh, Oregon coming back and actually uh, defeating Cal. They they didn't look great, but they won. But they won. They pulled it out. They didn't win big, but they won. They didn't win big, but they but they <laughs> did win. But they're a big winner. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I didn't I didn't really have. I mean, there's not really much to choose from from biggest winners. All right, so I got one. I got another Flo- one. Florida? Florida, That's, yes. Yeah. I, and I, the reason why I'm going to tell you is because even if they lose this game coming up to LSU, they still – all they have to do is beat Georgia to be the NA, or SEC East champions because that would be the tiebreaker. So this is yeah. beating Auburn was huge for them in the SEC. Yeah, that's a good point. And I know we said this. I, I think they look better with Trask. Is that his last name? Trask? Trask, yeah, trash. Like, I keep wanting to say trash, but he's not trash. He's he he's he's played very well. How about, I mean, how about that play calling? So he goes out and comes comes back in with a knee brace, and like the first couple of plays, they're throwing a pass to him. Like, what is he? Is he trying to get the his backup quarterback hurt too? And then he's running up the middle. I don't know. Dan Mullen apparently doesn't change his play calling depending they, on. They what, even said it. They were like, "Man, th- this is." pretty risky because if he goes down a wide receiver is going to have to come and play quarterback for a little while yeah my i have one more the 49ers (laughs) they played the browns last night and i know the browns aren't anything special but they are what four and oh now is that four and oh or five and oh four four and oh and they have looked amazing i mean they looked amazing last night their defense kyle shanahan has got them going in the right direction the offense looks good 
and it's a, I mean, it's a team effort. It's not like it's just one star out there. They, they may be a real contender. I don't, I don't know. I really want to see them play somebody good. I don't know that we have yet, but we will see. Yeah, I, I mean, they're just, they're just doing it running the football. I, I can't even name you a San Francisco 49ers um, receiver. No, I thought you were going to say running back. No, I can't either, I don't think. I mean, so I, I, I don't know, but uh, they're, they're doing it. It really surprised me. I did. It's one of the teams that I did not think would be undefeated at this point. Yeah, them and the Bills, which the Bills looked look good again this, this week after they lost I'll, the Patriots. I'll say one more. Uh, the Jaguars with Gardner Minshew. They've been playing really well with him. I think they lost, but yes, he is doing pretty good. I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. they did have they were playing Christian McCaffrey, who runs forever and ever and never stops and yeah, scores a, fantasy points forever and ever. That's a big winner right there, Christian McCaffrey. I think every yeah. week this every week this season he's had like over 175 all-purpose yards. There was one week, I think it was week two, that he didn't have like an amazing week. Other than that, I am winning in fantasy. Any more winners? Yeah, I, I've got one. This is um, a little different, but I'm just going to say sports fans. This October is one of the best months to watch sports. You have playoff baseball, which is the best kind of baseball. Hockey's starting up. You're right in the meat of the season for college football, NFL. There's every even. I think there's NBA preseason going NBA's on right now. If you're into that, it's a but little early. That's uh, every sport that you want to watch is is on right now and it's you just don't have enough TVs to to handle it all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we want to talk about it, but I actually watched a little bit of baseball this weekend. And that like you said, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot that of was, fun to watch. That was last segment. No. Uh, uh, you should have you should have brought that up last segment. Okay. Moving on. We'll be quiet. Now. <laughs> Any more winners? But so uh I, I heard this the other day in the AFC right right now, the two wild card teams are the Buffalo Bills and the Oakland Raiders. Who'd have thunk it? That's, that's wild. A, Gruden has done a very good job with Oakland. Just did not expect that. I expected them to have a really bad season, and he's if not if, they, if they're not winning, they're at least keeping them, keeping them in the game. It's amazing. Arch, jump into our losers of the week. I am gonna go with Washington. They lost to Stanford and got beat pretty bad to Stanford by Stanford. And we know that Stanford is terrible. They got killed by UCF. I don't remember who else they got killed by. I know USC beat them pretty good. But they have just been pretty terrible. And then they Washington goes in there. Of course, I picked Washington. I don't think on our picks, but in other picks. I, I just I had a lot of faith in Chris Peterson and, and even Jacob Eason. I know Jacob Eason is pretty good from watching him at Georgia, and they just drop an egg versus Stanford, and that's my big loser for this week. Uh, I'm going to take Atlanta Falcons and their coach, Dan Quinn. They, they have all the talent that they could possibly want, and pathetic. They Julio just doesn't – it's like they forget that they have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu. They just, for some reason, just, just clueless of what, what his mindset is when he's – when he's drawing plays up and and a game plan, it's just you, know, you, you say that, and I mean the offense has been not very good, but they have been terrible. Honestly, to me, the defense has been the biggest issue for the Falcons, and they still have talent on defense. I mean, they have most of the people that they had from a couple of years ago from that defense that they went to the Super Bowl with, who was it was amazing. I don't know what has happened. I, I know Kyle Shanahan, you know, he left, uh, and that offense went down downhill pretty quick they need to get something straight i mean dan quinn is not the answer yeah last year they said that they had the defense fixed but then they had they ran into a bunch of injuries their bad season they blamed on the injuries on the defensive end well this season they're all healthy and i think a lot of people thought that they would make a, a run for the for their division but they, they don't have injuries on defense this go around and it's still horrible it's they're one in four right now I just don't even know what to think about them gave up 50 something points against Houston Sunday mine is Trent Grisham right fielder for the Brewers okay why why'd you just giggle <coughs> I thought you were about to say Trent Baker oh no <laughs> <laughs> no Trent Grisham for the uh, Brewers they were up by two with two outs left. Juan Soto oh, yeah, I saw this. hits right to him, and he bobbles a grounder. Error. He basically hits three runs in on a double, stand-up double, because Trent bobbled it, and that cost them the game. Trent. That gummit Trent. Why is everybody suck that are, that's named Trent? 
I know, right? It's <laughs> I mean, crazy. They're terrible. They're terrible. But yep. you know who pitched great in that game? Brendan Woodruff. He went to Mississippi, Mississippi State. State. Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah. Would have never guessed. Would have never guessed. <laughs> no. That was my only loser. Y'all got any more? No. I have a whole long list. Uh, <laughs> the Redskins fired Jay Gruden. I'm just kidding. No. Do you you have another one? I mean, I did make a list, but it was just more. I mean, I I thought Iowa was a big one, and we kind of talked about that. Iowa and Bo Nix. And then I I put UCLA on here since they did they lost to Oregon State, who is the other worst team in the Pac-12. I don't know how they got that one win against Washington State. I still don't know how they did it. I'll throw this in there, Auburn and Auburn fans, because the rest of their schedule is not looking very promising. Oh, uh, Auburn's – okay, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought you were going to add on to that, but then, never mind. To be honest, I think that's kind of what I expected Bo Nix to be. I, I think he just got – they, people were giving him so much hype, and I think it's because his dad. And that, that that's got to be tough shoes to fill. Not everybody can can fill that. Yeah, and he's he, the, well, he's the only Knicks that has lost to the Gators. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> but, he threw picks. But yeah, I mean, that, I honestly, I just think that's that's about where I, I I saw him being. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna be this great quarterback. I, but I don't think he's gonna be bad either. I think no, he's not bad. I he won't prove. I don't yeah. want to sit here and trash Auburn the entire time because they do have a good team. Bo is Bo is very young. I think he's gonna grow. He's gonna get better. But on the real, Auburn's schedule does not look good. Yeah, anymore. Maybe maybe, further out. maybe he could. I, I would compare him to like a Jay Barker. Like, Ugh. like, are, are you? Good? I mean, the teams that Jay Barker had, they had very good defenses, very good run game. It was just don't turn the ball over. And yeah. if if and I, Auburn can win a lot of games if they do that, but not last Saturday when they turned it over four times. No, got any more losers? I'm saving one. You're saving a loser for next week. I want to put it somewhere else. Okay. All right. A triple option wager. How do we look last week? So, Mr. Matthew. Well, I was wrong uh, with Iowa, Michigan, and yep. y'all were wrong with Air Force and Navy. So we we were all tied. Uh, our records are twenty and nine across the board. So that's kind of impressive that we're all the same. And so now it comes down to the scores, which we were all wrong on the Auburn Florida game. Yeah, I think we just all lose. <laughs> <laughs> or or win or just call it. So what was the score in that game? I don't even remember. I can try and look it up real quick. 24-13. 24-13. Florida. So how do we want to do this? So we just want to say whoever. <laughs> I mean, because let's see. Brantley had 27-17. Chris had 27-20. And I had 24-17. So I guess I had the lowest scores. So I probably did the best. And Chris has the highest scores. So he loses. I don't know. I don't know. How do you guys want to do this? I don't. I mean, we we all lost, obviously, no. <laughs> and the scores were not even close. So I'm leaving it up to you guys. I think we call it even for the week, and nobody gets. <laughs> you don't like that idea. I know you don't. I, don't, it, I mean, you want to drink some apple cider vinegar? Is what I you do want. not. <laughs> I do not want to eat that cider at all. We do need to figure that out because when we do the tiebreaker, it's usually the biggest game, and a lot of times the closest game. It could go either way, so we could be wrong on scores. I don't know if we want to do total points or if we want to do, like, say, for instance, I had 27 for Auburn. Do I do the difference between that and then the difference I had between Florida or the difference between total combined score? I think it's what you said the first time. Gotcha. Which, in that case, I think I win and you lose. Oh no! I mean, I just I was just asking. We need to we need to <laughs> we need to figure out a a unified system. I think we we need to have at the end at the end of the season all year loser, an all year loser, an all year loser that you got to do something. All three, all three, all three at the same time. <laughs> just put apple cider, <laughs> girl, salsa, and hot sauce all in one thing. <laughs> it's up to you guys. Next, all right. Bo next, next it. Next, it's not good podcasting, anyways. <laughs> All right, our top games predictions. I will say Lou Holtz canceled on me this week. 
So we do not have Lou Holtz this week. I did heard that somebody kind of might come through, might be a little later. We'll have to see if he walks in or not. We have some really good games this week. I feel like it's going to be a really good weekend for football, college football. We have actually six this week. Let's just jump right into it. First game I've got on the list, Penn State versus Iowa. This is a tough one. We we have a lot of tough ones this week. And this one was really close, especially on the spread. I'm going to go with Iowa. I think they uh I think they come back and play good defense and hold Penn State and it's at Iowa, so I'm going to go Iowa. Yeah, I'm actually going to go Iowa as well, 24 to 20. No particular reason. I just think that I think this is a good bounce back spot for Iowa. After that after that loss to Michigan, they're probably, you know, they had a lot of turnovers. I think they fixed that and I think they beat Penn State. I think Penn State might be a little bit overrated, but that's, that might just be me. I feel the exact same way. There's nothing nothing else to add. I've got Hawkeyes as well. USC versus Notre Dame. Chris, you want to take that one first? I'm going to go Notre Dame 34, USC 20, 24. I just think Notre Dame is they're 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 ready for the big games. They they faced Georgia. They lost, but they put up good effort. So I think they're they're ready to handle USC. Yep, Notre Dame. They're pulling this one off. <laughs> USC is not winning this game. I don't know what string quarterback they're on now, but it doesn't matter because Notre Dame is gonna kill them. Yeah, I was just about to ask. In USC, still playing with a backup quarterback. Anybody know? Uh, it doesn't matter, honestly. Yeah, they are. Notre Notre Dame. I've got Notre Dame as well. It's either second or third or fourth. Next game I got on the list, Alabama versus Texas A&M, 12th man. Another tough one. <laughs> this is definitely, these last two have been the easiest of the week. Um, Alabama. Alabama's going to win probably pretty easily, if I had to guess. But, I don't know, we'll find out what their defense is, is like a little bit this week at least. A&M's got a little bit of an offense, so. I've got Bama large, 41-24. Uh, Texas A&M going into the season, I thought they were going to be a decent team, but they... Just have to prove week in and week out. They're just not there yet. I just remembered. I'm supposed to pick this as an upset, right? <laughs> what I did at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yes. Whoops. You did. Yeah. That ain't happening. Yeah, and I hyped Texas A&M up as well because I I thought they were going to be Clemson, which I missed horribly. Yeah, I've got I've got Alabama big. I, I honestly think Alabama's going to put up 50 plus points on Texas A&M. Yeah, I, a lot of people are hyping up. I've noticed have hyped up Kyle Field and that it's the 12th man and it's such a hard place to play. I don't think they've won, but maybe one or two games against top 10 teams. I, th- I think they actually almost play worse at Kyle Field, if I remember yeah. correctly from some of the stats. So, it, I, you know, I don't think it's as an intimidating place as other places in the SEC. So I don't, I don't think that scares Alabama. I, you know, I think A&M might score score late touchdown or two to make it closer than it really is. Alabama's coming after a bye week. That's, yeah, they'll probably win by three touchdowns or more. Michigan State versus Wisconsin. I, I think this is actually going to be a closer game than many people think it might be. And I, I, I tend to want to go with Michigan State because it just seems like one of those games that's going to be a slip-up game for Wisconsin. And you know Michigan State usually has a good defense. It's too much of a margin between Michigan State and Wisconsin. And Ohio State beat them on them too much last week, so I think I'm going to have to go Wisconsin. Yeah, the the run game is really good right now with Wisconsin. I've got Wisconsin, and I've had them going pretty far anyways. I have, I've had them winning there. Who were they with? Who were they? Big 10. Big 10, yeah. I keep forgetting Big 10 or Big 12, but yeah, I have them winning the Big 10. They're going to win something. Something. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I like Wisconsin as well. I, this is going to be a, well, for what I, I'm thinking is it's going to be a low-scoring game. Wisconsin likes to run the ball a lot. Michigan State has a good defense. Michigan State does not have any kind of offense. I don't even know how they're going to score against Wisconsin. So, you know, maybe like a 24-14 type game. Florida versus Ellis. Uh. Is that Coach O? Go Tigers. Coach O, man, it's it's. I've got chills right now. It's really nice to have you in the in the studio. I appreciate y'all having me, boys. It's uh, <laughs> it's good to be here. I, I just want to talk about my LSU Tigers. We gonna, we gonna win at uh, at Death Valley this weekend. You ain't you ain't got nothing to worry about. My boy's gonna be ready. Uh, how uh, I mean, you know how how's your team? I mean, your team is looking great. Your your quarter man quarterback play has been amazing. What what do you guys see? How do you guys looking? I tell you what, Joe. Joe Joe's just a great guy. He's got some good hair. I tell you, and uh, he, he's come, he comes out here. He throws the ball, 
and our receivers, they just catch the ball. They they play good football. They they do. They do, they do. So, uh, Chris, you got a question for o- Coach O? Oh no, I was just gonna I was just gonna comment on how they're sl- how Joe's slinging the ball around a lot. I mean, you, when you think LSU, you think DBU. Now, I mean, it's everybody. You, <laughs> we got everybody playing good right now. We got new OC, new OC offensive coordinator, and he's uh he's doing a real good job with Joe and the, and the wide receivers. And our defense is just as stingy as it always is. And boys get after the ball. Yeah, I mean they're saying that this is a rivalry game. How do you how do you see it playing out, coach? You know, we played Florida for a long time. Long time. And uh, you know, Damon, he whooped my butt a couple times in a row over both at Mississippi State and at Florida. But it ain't happening this time. This is Death Valley. He coming to Death Valley at night with college game day, and we're going to be ready. We're going to beat them about 45 to about 10. They that, may score 10. That that sounds like actually good. Or negative five. Negative five. I like 45 to negative five better. I like that too, Coach. Well, I don't have anything else for you. I appreciate you being here. It's one, what is it, one team, one heart? One heart. Four Tigers. One team, one heart. I was not expecting Coach O to walk in. I knew that there was like going to be a special guest coming in, but I was not expecting Coach O. That that I mean, dude, he is big. Did you do you see him slam that Red Bull before he got in? There? <laughs> I mean, did you see how red his face was? I mean, but dude is dude is a big dude. He is pretty scary. Oh man, I don't. It's like a big teddy bear. I'm not. I'm not going against Coach O. I see, like he said, LSU is. Firing on all cylinders. Negative I, five for Florida. I don't know about negative five, but I do have LSU beating Florida. We got a negative safety and a negative field goal. It's impressive. I am also gonna go LSU. I think Florida's pretty good, but LSU is gonna be better. It's in Death Death Valley. Florida got the best of them last year, just barely, and I don't think it's gonna happen this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking LSU as well. I've got them 34, Florida 21. Freshman quarterback going into Death Valley night game. Don't know if he can handle that. He had turnover issues last week. Probably going to happen again. He's he's going to have a hard time communicating with his offensive line Absolutely. and his receivers. So I've got LSU. I not sure about their defense, but I'm not sure about Florida's offense. So we got to pick some different ones, guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, this, is, is, this is the tiebreaker scores, right? No, the next next game. Oh, okay, gotcha. And with that said, the Red River rivalry. I had to practice that because that's pretty hard to say pretty quickly. Try try and say it. Red River Rivalry. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Red River Rivalry. <laughs> See, you have to pause, but it's not fair. Red River Red River Rivalry. It's Oklahoma <laughs> versus Texas. I mean, I'm telling you, you will butcher it if you don't concentrate. That's true. That's true. Before we pick this, though, I, did y'all hear the soundbite of Jalen Hurts? When, Absolutely. Yeah, he, and he it was, fired me up a little bit. He was asked about how he's going to handle the Red River Rivalry. And uh, he right, well, he he said I played in the Iron Bowl, I played in big games. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, and yeah. I know we're I know we're homers. You you might can being outside of the the state of Alabama, a fan of outside the state of Alabama. There's just something different with Alabama versus Auburn. I tend to agree, but I mean most of that is because they're both really good teams. I think if we lived in Oklahoma or Texas, we would feel the same about this rivalry. I mean, true. The, I mean, the truth is, we feel that about the Mississippi State, uh, Ole Miss, the Egg Bowl. I mean, especially with all the crap going on lately, with all the litigation and uh, NCAA penalties and stuff, that was huge deal. So, anyways, I we think won't get it, we won't get too much into that. We, we can we can save that for another segment. But Ole Miss is terrible. Anyways, Oklahoma versus Texas. Who wants to lead it away? It's going to be a shootout. Obviously, I've got, I've got Oklahoma forty two. Texas 31. Jalen had an off game last week. Maybe they dialed the playbook back a little bit so they didn't show anything to Texas. Texas has a lot of injuries. They're going to give up a lot of points. And Oklahoma's probably going to give up a lot of points, but I think Oklahoma just has the better offense and they're going to be able to score. 42-41? Here's what I think is going to happen. I'm picking Oklahoma to win this game, and then I think Texas comes back and beat them in the championship. That's my call. I'm calling it right now. Oklahoma 35, 
31. I think it's going to be a little bit more low scoring. Everybody thinks it's going to be high scoring. So, therefore, it's probably going to be a little low scoring <laughs> compared to what people think. But uh, 35-31, Oklahoma. I, I can see that prediction, Matt. It just seems like sometimes Oklahoma stumbles with big games. They kind of start off a little late, just like, what do you what do you call that, uh, one of the bracket games? They call it something on him. The playoff game? Yeah, no, but the they call it something like college football it's, playoffs. It's one of the bowl. It's one of the the bowl games. Oh. They call it one of the bowl games. But just like last New year, year's six bowl. Yeah, I think something like that. Just like last year, they it just took them a little longer to kind of get going. And well, I, when they're in those games, they're playing against real t- football teams and not the Big Twelve. And I, th- I think that's <laughs> what the deal is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I, th- I think wow. it's gonna. I think it's gonna be. I actually think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I have Oklahoma as well, but I'm looking at like. 48 to 37. Feeling good. I'm right in the middle for the stop breaker. <laughs> at least I got the bottom side. So go defense. You, you know, one thing I did look at as I was looking uh, at the stats for both these quarterbacks, you know, we've talked about before that we like uh, Ellinger and his passing stats are very close to Jalen Hurts. The, the, yeah, they are. The, like he's he's done really well. I mean, he has two interceptions. Jalen has two interceptions. They both have close in yards and touchdowns. The the one difference was a, I mean he still has rushing yards too. Jalen's got I think maybe twice. I think he's got like five hundred and Ellinger's got like two fifty. So they're both really good quarterbacks. We've been talking about uh, Hurts I think a lot more, but uh, both of them have done really well. One thing I noticed last Saturday is both of these teams struggled against weaker, com- way weaker competition. Now I, I do like I said Texas they have a lot of a lot of people out in the secondary which. That's why I think Jalen Hurts will be able to torch their their defense and and score a lot of points. I, I don't I don't know how Texas like I said it was West Virginia. They, West Virginia is not very good and and like they struggled early. So I I don't know. I think we'll know a lot in the first quarter. It's what what type of game this is going to be. So we all picked the same game. We all have the it's exact, boring. So it's going to come to the uh, to score the score of the Texas Oklahoma. So I don't even have to watch any of these games. Great. I don't have to watch it either because I'm in the middle, so I definitely didn't <laughs> lose. <laughs> oh, I thought I was going to get an upset with Iowa and y'all not pick Iowa, but wrong. So yeah, I, I originally uh, didn't have Iowa, but I just last minute I just felt like felt like they were going to bounce back after that Michigan game. I, I looked back at it and they had four turnovers against Michigan. They shouldn't have lost that game, so I think I made the right decision with Iowa. All right, guys, I've been trying to keep this a secret as best I can for this new game I've come up with. I'm so excited. So you guys all know about Florida Man. Mm, Florida Marlin Man is just behind home plate? No, no, no. (laughs) Obviously, (laughs) the the, the Turtle Man. So, no, you know, always a headline, Florida Man, something. Oh, okay. Oh, anytime something crazy happens, it's got to be Florida. (laughs) So I I was born in Florida. So, oh, man. Oof. So I've come up with a game called Florida Man or Nah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I like it. I I've like got it. 10 questions here. And you got to tell me if it was a Florida Man. You had a lot of fun coming up with nah. this, didn't you? I did. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I think this is what Brantley enjoys the most out of this podcast is coming up with these. These really weird fun. games. Yep. Absolutely. All right. So you guys ready? Hopefully our podcast listeners love it too. Uh, probably not. All seven of them that we have. All right. Y'all ready? Who wants to answer first? Or does it matter? I'll go first. We'll alternate. Okay. First question. This man wore a who needs drugs? No, seriously. I have drugs t-shirt and was then arrested with possession of drugs. Florida man or nah? Nah. Florida man. Matt, you got it correct. Was a Florida man. We love their drugs. All right. Next question. Matt, you can answer uh, first this time. Uh, my van exploded when police arrived on the scene. They found out my van was a meth lab. Florida man or no? Nah. Florida man. Florida man. <coughs> no, nah, that was not a Florida man. Sorry, both of you are incorrect. That actually happened here at UAB. It was like on campus and it exploded. <laughs> no wow. lies. Yep. All right, this man steals a car 
when he realizes a baby is inside the car. He drops the baby off safely, then makes a getaway. Florida man or not? I've heard this one before. I don't know. If, I can't remember. I'm going to say Florida man. Nah. Chris, you got it correct. That was a Florida man. What a nice guy. Yeah, I know, just right? Just, just drop, drop off the baby. Next question, Matt, you can answer first. Beyonce told the groom to turn himself in when he was shown robbing a bank to pay for his, the engagement ring. Florida man or no? No. No. Both of you are correct. No. They talked about that on Rick and Bubba, I think, this morning. Did they? I wasn't they, No, it wasn't Rick and Bubba. It was some other radio show. I, don't I wasn't. I don't know. They were, they were debating whether he did it on purpose because he didn't want to get married. Huh. Sneaky, sneaky. Next question. Chris, I think you answer first. Uh, this man was sentenced to 75 hours of community service for farting three times in the presence of a police officer and ask, how do you like that? <laughs> Florida man or no? It's got to be Florida man. Oh, you can get arrested for that? Uh, well, he got 72 hours of community service. Okay, I'll, I'll just... <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. No, what'd you say? I said Florida man. You said no, Matt. You're correct. It was no. It was not a Florida man. Okay. <laughs> Note to self: Do not fart on a police officer. <laughs> that was overseas, by the way. It was in Scotland. <laughs> okay. Fun fact. All right, next one. This man was tired of waiting at the hospital, so he stole an ambulance and drove home. Florida man or no? Florida man. Florida man. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> we were all really quick to answer yeah, that one. Yeah. A man was arrested for assaulting girlfriend with fried chicken. <laughs> Want to go gnaw? Yeah, I was going to go gnaw. That sounds like a southern thing, but not Florida. Oh, that was actually a Florida man. I want to see that video. Yeah. This libertarian candidate would still like to be Senate despite admitting he killed a goat and drank its blood for a pagan sacrifice. Florida man or no? No. <laughs> Florida man. It was a Florida man. Matt, you got it correct. Two more questions. We're trying to do it quick. A man staged a kidnap, a kidnapping of his wife to get her attention. Florida man or no? Florida man. No. Chris, it was uh, it was not a Florida man, actually. <laughs> I didn't keep up with who, who got these right, so I don't know I'm who's going to win. I'm definitely winning. Okay, last question. A man, a man asked a trooper if he can leave the scene of a crash to get more meth. Florida man or no? Definitely a Florida man. No. Matt, you got it correct. I think Matt won that one. I definitely won. <laughs> my, my most impressive accomplishment, I'll put that on my resume. I know Florida man or no. All right, we're going to talk about something I have no idea. Talladega race is coming up. Is it this weekend, Chris? Talladega. Please, sir. Road Tad. Talladega. Go Dale. Yee, yee, boy. I mean, I, I don't know much about it either, but it's it's local and it's a really big event. So, yep. uh, my, my planner at work got his trailer out there taking off all the weekend. <laughs> That's right. Does he have those silver bullets? Cold, nice cold, ready to go? Yes, absolutely. Yee right. <laughs> yee, three sound- forever. Moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a special guest coming in. You guys ready for him? Yes. Let's bring him in. What's going on, guys? It's a really nice setup you guys got here. I don't know if you guys know who I am since you guys don't follow NASCAR very much, but I'm Michael Waltrip. I knew it. That's who I was going to guess. So this is a really nice setup you guys got here. I I don't have anything. I've got my own podcast as well, and my setup isn't like this. It's really nice. You guys have three microphones. I only have two. Well, we're professionals. Yeah. We make a lot of money. I really like coming out. a lot of listeners. Oh, really? No. Oh. 
maybe I'll give you guys a shout out on something that I'm on. Hey, we'd appreciate that. We're trying to grow. We would appreciate any of your sponsors that want to sponsor us as well. I'm trying not to grow as much anymore. I'm a little rounded. Well, all you do is sit in the car, so not anymore. I don't I don't drive anymore now. Oh well. You should know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so Talladega, it's it's coming up. It's this is one of the, my favorite racetracks. It's really fast racetrack. It's probably one of the fastest racetracks we got on the circuit, and it's real scary. They get about three wide, three four wide going through there, wide open pedal to the metal, going about two hundred miles an hour. It's a really really nice facility they got down there in Talladega, and I real like I really like being here. It's really nice. Uh, it's uh, it's just like the weather's real nice here all the time. There's really nice folks that I can talk to. You know, it's a it's a really scary racetrack though, but it's I mean this is a really big deal here in Alabama, is it not? Oh yeah, huge deal. I drive I drive by it every day on the way to work, and the uh, RVs and campers are already packing in there. Yeah, is it? And it's Tuesday. Yeah, so I'm just kind of rolling through, and I know somebody, you know, my manager said, you guys want me to come by and just kind of talk a little bit about this race coming up this weekend. Do you yeah. got... Do you, is there a favorite? Do you have a favorite that you, well, you got for this weekend? Well, I've got a list of cars here. You know, the number 18 car, Kyle Busch, is always real good here. And you know what's real fishy is that the number 48 car of Jimmy Johnson, he hasn't won a race at all this year, <laughs> which is just real crazy to me. It's fishy. Very fishy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he retired. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in the know, are you, Michael? <laughs> You've been out of, of it for a while, huh? <laughs> How many wins does Jeff Gordon have? <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about Bill Earnhardt? <laughs> That's too soon, okay? Now I know you. I know you said Dale Earnhardt. I did see that they're going to have the three car. I think it's going to be the pace car. To start the race, it's gonna loop around once or twice. It's actually crazy. Uh, chil- uh, children's racing. I know very little about NASCAR. Y'all probably know hardly any at, at all either. But uh, children's racing. The owner was in the first two Talladega races ever. He, he as a driver now, and he won. I think I read that he won. I think five thousand dollars when he won the race, and he used that to start. The company that he has now, which is really cool, um, but he he's actually going to be driving the number three car around uh, to start the race. Yeah, that's really exciting. Just to let you know, Jimmy Johnson's not retired yet. He's still in the standings. He's placed number seventeenth right now. So I know my stuff, okay. But yeah, going back to uh, Earnhardt, he he, what a magnificent man. He's really intimidating. That's why they called him the Intimidator. And I mean. <sighs> This is basically his home place. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves the Earnhardts, and it's going to be a real tearjerker seeing that car going around the racetrack. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Got to be tough. Got to be tough. But if I had to pick somebody to win this race, you know, I honestly, I think Jimmy Johnson's due to win a win a race, and this is a, probably a really good chance for him. But I'm probably, I would probably pick the number four car of Kevin Harvick. I think we got to do our picks, right? You guys are going to do picks of who you guys are going to think would win the race? I've done a lot of research and and taken a lot of time of mine to find out who I think is going to win the race. Okay, I'd really like to hear what your pick would be. I think i got to go with Joey Logano. Oh, that young man, he's real good at racing a race car. He's in the number 22 car, and he's, he's real fast. He's actually won about two races this year, and he's just out the top ten. Well, he's number nine. He's he's about nine in the standing, so he's in the top ten right now. Yeah, and I like him, so he's going to win. Okay, you got number twenty two car win. <laughs> oh, well, I want the number nineteen car, Martin Truex Jr. drives now, that Toyota, that number nineteen Toyota. Joe Gibbs Racing. Now, Martin Truex. He's due. Yeah. Now that's a, now that's a NASCAR name right there, Martin Truex Jr. And I'm tell I tell you what he's he's got he's got six wins this year and he's he I mean he's number one he's doing real well out there now I just now he's always done pretty well here at at, at Talladega but I just don't I just don't think he's got the stuff this weekend I really like the number four car well you know what you're talking about absolutely and Jimmy Johnson's not retired yet I don't know where he got that fake news from it was Donald Trump last week Donald Trump don't do no fake news now. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to talk about? I was on Dancing with the Stars. 
How'd you do on that? I did awful. <laughs> you can't go as fast there, can you? No, my feet don't move as well. Yeah, I know you always say rubbing's racing. That's right. I like to rub. I like, actually like rubbing on that little girl I had, but I felt like I, st- I was stepping on her feet. Now I see your eyes lighting up. I didn't mean it like that. All right, I didn't mean it that way. Okay. Okay, I believe you. All right. So, is that is that is that it? My time over yet? I don't. I mean, well, I want to ask you one question. How, sure. How um how is it being a a very tall guy in that small NASCAR? You know, so it what the difficult part is is actually getting in the car. But see, my seat set up for my height and my weight. So in the car, even though I'm I'm snug, it's still pretty comfortable. It's just getting in and out of that tight window. Yeah, I mean, being six five, that that to me that just seems like a very difficult situation for. I, mean, I don't even know how how long. Tell me about it. How long a race lasts? About four four or five hours. It seems like. I mean, it's a long way. I mean, five hundred miles, especially this weekend. Tile day five hundred. It's five hundred miles. It's hot. Alabama's hot. All right, guys. Well, I I appreciate you guys having me here. You got, like I said, you guys got a really nice setup, and I'll see what I can do about you know throwing the what is this what is this podcast called? The Triple Option Podcast. Yeah, luckily uh, Ohio State hadn't branded the word the yet, so we can still use it in our, our I, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what a Ohio State is. It's up there. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me. Uh, I look forward to seeing y'all guys at Talladega. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. I don't know why, but that made me a little uncomfortable. All right. Uh, does anybody have anybody you want to fire? You fired anyone? I got somebody. Let's hear it. The lights guys from the Temple East Carolina football game. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see that? The lights went out. It was actually, I think, towards the end of a play, and the lights went out for like 15 minutes. I think it was actually a power outage. Yeah, the lights guy for... I don't even know where it was at, East Carolina. Whoever it is. Yeah, when I saw it come you fire. When I saw it come through my news feed, I just saw lights out and I was like, Oh man, this is gonna be a big hit. No, literally the lights went out. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, it just made me think of that Super Bowl. I don't remember when the Super Bowl was and the lights went out, but still hilarious. I kinda wish it was like in the middle of a play, like right when the quarterback threw the ball and then it just melted away in the face. That'd be funny. Uh I don't really have anybody, um, I was thinking Auburn fans probably want to fire the turf manager at Florida because the, the old turf monster got Derek Brown when he <laughs> when he was trying to run that thing. It's almost like he just got tired and, oh, yeah. and just, just said, I'm done. But just he's pretty, I mean, he's pretty fast for a big guy. Dude, he was moving. Nobody was catching that man uh-uh. except the turf monster. Yeah. Just went up and grabbed him. I was trying to think of somebody, but I don't have anybody yet of who to Jay Gruden, he fired. He did get fired. Oh, I want to fire the scheduler of the NFL for this week's game of the week. We should have picked the game of the week for the NFL. The Redskins and the Dolphins. It's going to be a great game. Yikes. (laughs) Honestly, I do not know who to pick to win that game. The Tank Bowl. So anyway, scheduler, you fired. You fired. Is that going to be a primetime game? (laughs) Yeah, I shall. I'm going to guess not since they actually are in the business of making money. I bet you can get free tickets to that game. We can throw it around if y'all have anything else. I saw that Alabama finally has a night game where they can show off their lights. Yay. <laughs> I care not at all. Do you want to throw your two cents that I gave you back about baseball? Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say uh, I did watch... I watched zero MLB baseball this year, and probably in years past I haven't watched much, but I watched a little bit this weekend after we talked about it. It was fun to watch. Uh, I mean, I watched mostly the Braves, and there was some really exciting games. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's been a really exciting series. Even the other games I watched a little bit of, but it's been a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it's 2-2 right now. We'll see who wins, I think, tomorrow to to win it out, but it's it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, playoff baseball is very fun to watch, even on TV. It's and it's 
just the the passion of the fans. They they don't show up the whole season, but when when you're in the playoffs, then that's when everybody comes out. The stadiums get packed, and it's just electric the whole time. That home, you actually feel like you have home field advantage, and kind of reminds me of playoff hockey, which hockey has started. Did you take a look at any of the games or or pick a team? No, but be- before we get, I was gonna ask you that. But what are what is what is your um, favorite just, mascot? Man, no, I just drew a blank. Oh man, what's your take on the conspiracy of people throwing games for it to be a seven game series in baseball or just sports in general? All of them, all because because Freddie Freeman dropped like a routine pop up, did he not? No, he was like he laid out. I mean, he laid out really tried for that ball. From what I saw, maybe I'm wrong. Well, you know, they just wanted to clinch it at home. It feels better there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but no, I don't think I don't think there's a conspiracy. <laughs> they, these are professionals. This is what they live for. This is their job. They're gonna do everything they can. They they want to sweep if they can. They, you know, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that that making the the money from the TV is necessarily everything that pays their salary. So I don't think it's that. Big of concern with them, but well, I mean, you think about it. If they win in a sweep, they have a lot better chance. They got resting, resting their arms and stuff. They're worried about winning a World Series. They're not worried about all that. Now, I mean, the fact is, these guys are just competitive. I mean, they they want to win, and they got some clutch, clutch hits. Both teams have, and they've had some clutch, uh, I guess, unclutch pitchers uh, with some blown saves, um, and that makes it fun, especially when you you talk bottom of the night, top of the ninth that people are getting scoring runs. So. I just heard that going around. Not just baseball, like basketball, everything. Going back to hockey, have you have you kind of looked around on a team you want to, you know, kind of pick up a little bit? Have you even given hockey a little little chance I at all? I saw it come up on my Twitter once. Cool. That's that a start. It was a fight. <laughs> now there, yeah. Um, I know the Predators. You know them. Predators would be a good good pickup. I just see a lot watch. of people rooting from around here. Yeah. It's probably the closest team it, to here, It right? is the closest team because Atlanta doesn't have one anymore. I will say, if I wasn't a Blackhawks fan, I would probably be a Predators fan because their atmosphere, they have a really awesome atmosphere when they play. Uh, I love when they chant at the goalie when he, the opposing team, when he gives the goal up, the chant, it, the chant's pretty gruesome to the goalie but didn't know if you were looking around for a team if you had an idea of who no you no. need to go no. <laughs> you need to go see a game in person because like you I said do. i've only been to one game but the inside the stadium it is it's like that there's a lot of chanting going on uh, it's just a real it can be a real passionate cl- cliche type uh, so i'm looking at the standings right here there are a lot of hockey teams i did not realize how many hockey teams there are this yep. is crazy. Okay. That's yeah, you got a few. In, you've got a few. I'm gonna pick Canada. one next week. Ask me next week. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have picked one. I don't know if you can pick one that quickly. Can you? You got to weigh your options. Like, like who has a really good jersey? Who gets in the most fights? Yeah. Who actually wins games? I don't care, I don't what's care your, about that. What's your criteria? Well, I know why, but what's your what's your criteria? <laughs> so my biggest criteria. So I will say this. I I like. I used to like. The Ducks, when they had that cool purple jersey with the with the duck logo like on the, the front, Mighty Ducks. yeah, yeah. The the Anaheim Ducks used to be a really cool team with their with their jerseys, but they don't they don't do that jersey anymore. So I'm gonna pick some really random, like the Arizona uh, Coyotes. Coy- uh, that's actually not a bad team. That's that's kind of what I'm leaning towards right now. <laughs> whatever my whatever my heart desires, that's what I'll go with next week when you ask me. Oh man. So you don't have a criteria? You don't. I haven't figured it out yet. I just started started thinking of this. I didn't even know there were this many teams in hockey. Yeah, there's a lot. I did play roller hockey when I was young. Me too. And I was really good. Cool. <laughs> I would like to, I would like Everett to actually play hockey at Pelham. Anything else? I'm just kind of blabbing. We should probably quit. Yeah, we done. You done, Chris? Uh, oh, just real quick, back to baseball. It should be two two good um two good games tomorrow. Both game five. And the Nationals really surprised me that they they're taking the Dodgers, which a lot of people think the Dodgers are going to win the World Series or at least represent the National League. 
And I was really impressed that uh, the Nationals were able to force a game five. And it, if the Braves win, the Nationals win, that's two NL East teams that will battle out to see who goes to the World Series. That's all I got. Well, that's it. Episode nine. Like always, thanks for uh, listening to us for a little bit. Give us five stars. Even though we're not five stars, make sure you uh, give us five stars. Make sure you hit subscribe. We need to start telling people that we are five stars. We are five stars. There you go. Just say confident. Yeah. I mean, we might be one star on the field, but we're five stars in your heart. And, and we, we, we get coached up a lot. So if you think we're a three star, we're really going to be a five star by the year four. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to make it to year four. But make sure you subscribe to your uh, podcast host, whoever you use as your podcast. Make sure you subscribe. You get notifications when a new episode comes available. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at T Option Podcast. I think that's it, man. Thanks for listening. Episode 9 in the books. Later. Later.